so I ended up leaving that job in February and starting a new one in April. And that's when I found your podcast. So when I started the new job, it, you know, a, a, a national stutter awareness week was like my, my, my second week at my new job. And I was like, perfect. I'm like, Hey y'all. I'm like, this is my first time telling everybody off the bat, but like, I got a stutter and you know, it was just so, 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 uh, 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 so liberating. And I'm so appreciative that, that I, that I found your podcast. I'm Maya Chupkov, and I'm a woman who stutters. Welcome to Proud Stutter, a show about stuttering and embracing verbal diversity in an effort to change how we talk about it, one conversation at a time. Welcome back to Proud Stutter. Today, I am joined by Brenda, our guest co-host for this episode, Brenda is the founder of Ellis Media. She's a podcast manager and host of the podcast Ellis. Ellis Media is a podcast production company dedicated to amplifying and empowering Latina voices in order to motivate our communities. We will be interviewing our guest for today, DJ, a creative Chicano soul from South Central Los Angeles, California. DJ currently lives in Phoenix, Arizona. DJ currently is a community organizer working towards environmental justice within the Latinx community. Whew, welcome both of you. I am so, so, so excited to have you both on the show. Very excited. Thank you for the invite. Happy to be here. <laughs> I feel like I met both of you in such unique ways, um, which is amazing now that we're here doing a podcast episode together. It's always super interesting for me to hear how people who stutter have found my podcast and DJ, how you found me was truly, truly unique. And I think it would be a great story to kick us off. Do you wanna talk about how we met? Yes. Um, I'm getting choked up just thinking about it. <laughs> so, uh, uh, like, um, yeah, so I had started this new job. Um, it was a complete transition uh, of careers. I was spent the last nine to 10 years working in mental and behavioral health with, with young people. And um, I had got this job as a community organizer for an organization called Chispa Arizona. And they, they work towards environmental justice um, it, uh, issues, but, but, but specifically mobilizing the, the Latinx uh, community. And um, I had signed up and was encouraged to sign up for all these trainings to kind of help me just, just gain some some tools that I could probably use in, in the community organizing field. I, I've, I've done community organizing in the past, but it kind of in a di different capacity, never as, as a career. So I, I was really just jumping on, on any and, and any training that I could find that would might might help. And someone passed me uh, the, the training on on storytelling, and I, and I honestly didn't know what to expect. I, I had been through like a ton of trainings that week, and after a while, I just kind of like glazed over, and I'm just like going through the motions, and I'm like, okay, maybe th maybe this was a bad move signing up for all these trainings because it's, it's you know a lot of it's not sticking, and none of it's really speaking to me or giving me like these unbelievable tools that I feel like super confident, you know. Um, and I was I was. 
I was listening to to to, to the, the different storytelling projects that, that that folks had put together and and what issues they were working towards and, and trying to to address with their storytelling. And and you you came on and and you shared the proud stutter. I, I had ne- never really in the past really addressed my stutter. You know, not even really w- 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 with family or or, or 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 friends. You know, um, it was something that I was always em- embarrassed of. Um, you know, I think a lot of folks uh, have to work through imposter syndrome, just you know, as as a as a fact of life. And I always felt like my stutter like increased that sense of that sense of imposter syndrome, especially because so many of the things that 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 I've chosen to do career wise require me to to speak, require me to be um uh, uh not just speak but speak eloquently, communicate a message. You you know uh, uh um uh garner support um help folks there's some really tough moments you know like speaking is always such a big part of all the things that i've done in 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 my life you know i i, I just when, when you when you shared your own journey with stuttering and and, and i i think you had shared a, a snippet of, of an episode too i i i just felt seen um in a way that, that i had never felt seen before um uh and 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 and, and uh, it, it's 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 kind of funny because I feel like right now, in like the cultural zeitgeist, like there there's um you know be, being seen representation these these things are like part of the common like you know conversations everybody's aware of of, of what what value um, representation has, um, and but you you don't I've never in my life heard it around uh around speech around having a stutter or a stammer. You know, and, and so I'm, I'm part of technically like, you know, other marginalized groups, other, you know, historically oppressed groups. And so I, I get representation from those aspects, you know, being being a, 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 a brown person, you know, um, and seeing myself represented, you know, and, and all those things always matter on some level, I guess. But nothing ever felt so personal as, as this, because this is something that like it, it, I don't share this with my with my fam- family, it's not something we have in common. It's not something I have in common with my friends. It was something that's very specific to me and my personal experience, you know, moving through life. And so, to feel seen, it was just man. I I I was a uh, d- d- driving from one coffee shop t- to another because that's kind of my, my my workflow is I mix it up. So I was driving to another coffee shop while I was listening to 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 the, the rest of of your 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 sharing. And I just started getting teary eyed, and I'm like, "Why? You know, what is what is, what is this liquid coming out of my eyes? Like, what's going on here? I'm I'm in a training for work. I'm not supposed to cry. Like, this isn't, you know." And and I and it just it was like this wave of of emotions, and I, I couldn't even really process it until like a, 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 a couple of minutes after you had already pr- 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 uh, presented, and um, yeah, and, and it was a Friday too, and I so I just it was like the end of the day. I was like, you know, what? I'm done. I can't do anything else. I just need to. To just sit in this for a minute and um and, and yeah I, I think I, I messaged you afterwards because it was um it was a very unique and, and life-changing experience wow I did not even know that whole story so I am just so moved right now I'm so happy that you got so much out of it and I'm so glad you were in that training and I feel like we're just so bonded for like for life whether we like it or not um and you and Brenda have a lot in common and I know Brenda you have 
experienced a lot of, not a lot, but some people in your life who who have stuttered. And so I'm, I just really want to kind of bring you into the conversation and hear your reaction or kind of how you're feeling right now. Oh, yeah. Of course. Uh, first off, thank you, Maya, for inviting me. And DJ, just, I couldn't stop smiling. It's like my heart was just like beating so fast because it's very true. I, we talk about representation and sometimes for specific things, it feels so isolating until you finally feel that you've been seen or heard. And you're like, oh, I'm not the only one that is going through this or experiencing this, right? And for me, I what I mainly do is I started producing my podcast, A Yes, I host it. And it was after a long journey of, you know, living and growing up in this country in the US and being very frustrated with the lack of positive representation of Latinos, of, of our community in media. And after realizing and working in traditional media and news, there was so little I could do. I realized that maybe instead of trying to, you know, pave a way in traditional media, I could create a space that where I could talk with my friends who I knew were inspiring and were doing amazing things and share their stories. And from there, it led to more than 70 Latinas um, sharing their amazing work, their journeys of just discovering who they are, how their work has impacted our Latinx communities, and just how they've been opening the doors for the next Latinx generation. Wow, Brenda, I feel like me and you both went through very similar experiences because the whole reason or one of the biggest motivating factors in me starting Proud Stutter is because I had a toxic work environment. I physically could not get up in the morning because I was so afraid to go to work, even though it was virtual and during COVID, I still felt afraid. And I just always found myself overcompensating and working really hard and just being miserable. And as soon as I started doing the podcast, things started to change for the positive. And I really believe that there is a power in really finding yourself and giving you, nurturing the part of yourself, that creative part of yourself that I have been neglecting pretty much my whole life. I, I definitely agree about overcompensating. I, I, as, as, a, as a kid, I would always overcompensate things and I was told by, I remember like a professor in high school and I did, I finished high school in Mexico city. She told me that I would never amount to anything in my life. And she, I had to like memorize my presentations so I could like, you know, say it in Spanish. I grew up speaking Spanish obviously, but it wasn't in the same, you know, intellectual level as my classmates, as my peers. And realizing that I'm not dumb, that I am very smart, that I can communicate effectively both in English and Spanish, 
and that I have something to say and that I do not need to overcompensate because I am doing my best um, has led me realize to also not to overwork myself. And I think, DJ, maybe you can connect with that. Like we, us all three, maybe overwork ourselves. I could connect with you, Maya, about starting something, which is a yes, loving it, living my true self, living my purpose and being like putting my, you know, bit of sand of change in my community, but also realizing, oof, if I'm not taking care of myself and, you know, being somewhere in a healthy space in order to create and do that change, I have to also take a break to take care of myself so I don't overwork. So it could like, you know, that balance of, of being good with yourself, but also continuing to create and continuing to be a change in your community. Yeah, that 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 really resonates with me. That 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 striving for a balance. Um, that's actually why why I I, I changed careers. So I I was working in uh, mental behavioral health. It's what what I went to school for. Uh, you know, and I work specifically. I've always had a passion for working with 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 teenagers. Um, the last program I worked for, I I I, I essentially grew this program from from the ground up. Um, working with uh. 17 year olds who were in the foster system and we're going to be aging out. Um, and so we, 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 we try to get them prepared, um, you know, all, all around. Most of them we're, we're, we're dealing with multiple, you know, di di diagnosis, um, either mental health or, um, you know, they might, they might have a substance use issues, uh, 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 legal issues. Um, and, and the common thing was most of them didn't have a, a support system. And so that, that was kind of, um, you know, where I would try to fit in and, and, and our, our program was, was meant to be the, their support system and help them find a, a sustainable support system. Um, but in that work, like you, 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 you can't really turn it off, you know, like you're, you're, you know, I, I would, I would, you know, do, do, do my 40 hours sometimes more and then go home. And, and I'm still thinking about these kids because they're, they're people, they're, they're human beings. And, and I, I, I know that, you know, if, if not me, no, no one else, um, it, it, well, it, it, and that's not entirely true, but I, I, I guess that's kind of the, the, the narrative, um, that I would tell myself that would lead me to overworking, you know? Um, and so I, 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 uh, I got in that car accident and um, when I was out for those two months, it just like, oh man, I was like, I couldn't sit still. And I was, it was driving me crazy that I wasn't able to, to do the work and to be productive. And, and I felt like I was letting people down and letting my family down and letting the, my kids, you know, the, the kids that I work with down and my team that I was supervising down. And, and, and so it was, um, you know, it, it was kind of a, 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 a wake up moment for me. And, and when I returned, um, to, to work in January, um, and and my, my stutter was kind of like this this consistent reminder that like I'm I'm not okay. I, you know I I I'm 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 too 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 hard on myself was one of my takeaways like during that time. And I was like you know I I you know a, a, a friend of mine uh, recommended this this new position that that I ended up getting uh, recommended it to me, and they're like I, I think he'd be good at this, and um and I was like man I. I I, I had a fight through imposter syndrome for imposter syndrome in the mental health world for the last nine years. I finally got to this place where I was like, okay, I'm not that much of an imposter. Maybe I do deserve to be here. And like, I made the, the choice to just walk away and go try to something 
completely new, um, but something that I feel like I, I can do a better job at, 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 at balancing and taking care of, of myself, pacing myself. And um, uh, yeah, so both the, your, your journeys really resonate with me. Proud Stutter is partnering with Facetronomy on a campaign called Stuttertober. Every Tuesday and Thursday in October, we'll be lifting up a story from a person who stutters. Check out our Instagram page at Proud Stutter to check out all the stories we've shared so far. Part of the campaign includes a pre-release bonus episode of Proud Stutter. All you have to do is sign up on ProudStutter.com to access the freebie. Also, we'll be giving away raffle prizes, including stuttering themed posters, artwork, and more in honor of Stuttering Awareness Month and Stuttertober campaign. More details at ProudStutter.com. Looking forward to seeing you joining us to spread more stuttering awareness. I've been really thinking deeply about how different cultures approach stuttering and how we can do better in educating our communities about stuttering because I think it's really easy for people to brush it off or laugh about it when it really has very deep impacts for the person who stutters. And so I'm wondering, DJ, if you can talk about how your community receives stuttering from this socio-cultural lens. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so it, it was never something that, that you know, we ever talked about. Um, um, and, and two, I, I don't, part of me wonders if like, is that because it wasn't as prevalent when I was younger? I, I, I don't know. Um, but the other thing is, is I also have, have ADHD, um, which also wasn't ever, ever talked about directly, but the symptoms were, and, and I was constantly told to slow down you know, because it, it would kind of manifest as, as me also talking a lot, talking fast. Um, and so, you know, the stutter, which is kind of thrown in there, I, I, I feel like like maybe maybe people saw it as as this is just all part of DJ and, and him needing to slow down and, and take a, bre- a, a, a breath and not be nervous and don't be anxious. And I'm like, it's, you know, this that's it, it's not that. Um, so, so you know, it, it was never really uh, addressed as stuttering or or, or 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 even as ADHD. It was more so just like, uh, 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 you know, I was encouraged to to slow down and to to breathe and to um, to wrap up my thought, you know, um, uh, to to stay on topic. Um, but the 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 part that that has um, has been more so a, a new culturally for me it is so I, I i wasn't raised speaking spanish um you know my my uh my both my grandparents uh were raised in an era where it, it wasn't uh, either allowed or encouraged to speak another language and so they felt like why well, teach our children they're never going to use the language and so then you get you know me third generation and and i i uh this, most of the spanish i learned i didn't learn until i was a a, a a teenager you know um work, working in kitchens and um and, and and made the effort myself um but uh being a, a chicano who doesn't s- 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 speak spanish um i i, I speak a, a, a little now but it, it's it's not great um you know i i, I would always get um criticized for, for not speaking, not knowing my language, you know? Um, and, 
I, I have always had this, this desire and, and want to, to learn. And, um, one obstacle that I, 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 I realized is my, my stutter in Spanish. So just in general, my, the, the, the way I experience my, stu my stutter, um, more so now as an adult it it, it it sounds more like 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 this like i'm, I'm re repeating words or, or get, get get stuck on a word but most most of my younger life i remember growing up and and, and still now most of, of, of the time it's just i i can't even start the sentence you know like i i um i i've heard some some of your guests d d d describe it um and that that that, uh, that was so great too um but 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 just um you know, growing up, I know I would have, I would avoid speaking. If I couldn't get the first word off, I would just, I would just not speak, you know, um, or I would, the, the, the pause it would take for me to get my words together. People would just assume I was done or, um, assume that I wasn't responding. And this, this is something that I experience now, especially with my new job. I, I work a, a lot more directly with, with, uh, folks who, who Spanish is their, their, their first language. And, and, and I, I, I want to make an effort to, 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 to practice my Spanish, but I, I, I get, I get stuck and, um, and you know, it, it's, it's just this added struggle because I, you know, I, I don't know how, I don't even know how to say this stuttered in Spanish or, or to give that disclaimer, maybe that would help, but you know, it, it's something that's really frustrating when I, when I speak to, to, to Spanish speaking friends or community members. And, um, you know, I, I, I feel like sometimes it looks like I don't care or I, I'm not trying, you know, to, 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 to speak Spanish when really I'm like, look, it's, 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 it's my, my stutter and I'm, I'm, I'm learning to, to, um, to work with and acknowledge my stutter in English, the Spanish is, is like, th th that'll come eventually, hopefully, you know? Yeah, it's a whole nother thing, right? Like, it's learning a new language is so hard. I, um, and I guess in terms of to answer your question, Maya, um, so I am first generation, both of my parents, and I was raised to um, talk in Spanish. And um, I was speaking in Spanish at home, English at school, even after teachers would tell my parents, don't talk to your children in Spanish. You're going to confuse them. Talk to them in English. And my mom's like, I don't know how to speak in English. How can I like talk to them? Um, so that's how I, we were able to speak Spanish, but, um, with my experience with stuttering in the Latinx communities and even like different generations are so different um as a first gen i remember having a classmate who also stuttered and he was first gen as well and i remember i don't know if it was because we were both first gen and we would speak in spanish i remember all of our friends were just you know kind and patient with him and if we ever saw like maybe a new student, like making fun of him, like we would be like, no, like that's how he talks. Because I just remember growing up, I would be like new students would say, oh, you don't speak English correctly. You know, you speak with an accent. And like my friends would defend me and we would just be like, you don't make fun of him. Like you like we would be we knew what it was. And then with 
moving to Mexico and living in Mexico, um, I had another classmate who my last year of high school discovered that he also stuttered, but it was only when um, he said it because I thought he was introvert, but it was because he later shared with us. It was, he was self-conscious that he would be made fun of and he just, just didn't talk. Like he preferred to just listen and not communicate with others. And before him telling us, I always thought he, that he was an introvert and that he was a good listener and he liked, you know, math because he was studying to be an engineer. So it's like, oh, that's when he told, when he opened up to us and saying that he had a stutter, it was like, oh, that's why, you know, you wouldn't have conversations with us. We always thought you were shy or, you know, that you didn't like us. Uh, but it's because like Mexicans, specifically Mexicans, they like to make fun of you. I can relate with DJ. Like if you don't know how to speak correctly in Spanish, they will make fun of you. And they like my family, not in a hurtful way, but they will make fun of you. I remember they would tell my brother and I, oh, ustedes son mudos. You're like, and honestly, that's like awful to say. Like you guys, you two are mutes. Like you don't know how to speak. Um, you don't know how to speak in Spanish, even though it was, a, it was our first language. So knowing how we were being treated on speaking Spanish, I can understand how him, as someone who was born and raised in Mexico, having a stutter would be laughed at, would be bullied at, right? And the way Mexicans like to like joke around, it's very harsh. It's very rough. It's, um, but that's their I don't excuse it, right? But like, that's their way for them to like, oh, be part of the, like, you know, friends and like stuff like that. And when he opened up to us about it, we realized, oh, of course, of course he didn't say it because we all know someone would have made fun of you. Someone would have like joked the way our classmates joke. Um, but yeah, even I understand DJ, like learning a whole new language. It's just like, Yeah. And plus with, with stuttering, of course, but I wanted to share with you, um, maybe it could be helpful stutter in Spanish. It's called tartamudiar. So it's like tarta and then mudiar. And we, I can share like how it's spelled, but if anything, I think with sharing that to older Latinos of like, I have this, I'm learning Older Latinos are like very welcoming, like, oh, you're learning, like just telling them that you're learning. It's like, they're so kind. They're like, oh, okay. And they even like are patient with you, I find, because I would tell that to my, like, you know, um, people who are older uh, than me when I was growing up. I was like, hey, I'm not perfect in speaking Spanish, but I'm, I'm still learning. And they would be very patient. So I guess hopefully that is helpful and in a way. You should get that tattooed on you some, somewhere. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but yeah, I've been thinking of getting a tattoo around stuttering. I'm not exactly sure because I've never gotten a tattoo before. But um, but I, I want to show 
something around stuttering because I just feel like it's another tool to help spread awareness about it. Like, oh, what does your tattoo mean? Oh, let me tell you. <laughs> no, I actually, I actually like 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 the idea because I'm like, especially like for for Spanish, just like something I can flash and be like, look, it says on my hand right here because I can't. I, I it would be too much for me to, to to say like even even just the word I'm like oh that's a word that I know I have struggle struggle saying you know so just a little flashcard like hey give me some space give me some time yeah I actually my first language was Hebrew when I was growing up and um so that was my first language and then my parents took me to daycare and the teachers were like the same thing no 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 like it's gonna confuse her like you need to speak to her in English and so I my parents did a 180 and only spoke to me in English and I lost my Hebrew and so <laughs> I th think it's common to have gotten told that from you know when um, teachers when you were younger and I always think like maybe that had some influence on my stuttering I mean there's no science behind it yet but it could be interesting to kind of see like who else among stutters also have experience with, you know, learning a language at a young age. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, um, my oldest is, is j just turned eight. Um, and, and so, you know, we're, we're fairly new to being parents of, of school age children. And one of the things that we did seek was, was, uh, you know, we got lucky and found a, a dual immersion program for my daughter. So she can, she, she, she goes to the school where the first, like the first half of the day is in Spanish and the second half of the day is in English. Uh, but it, it's funny, Brenda, you know, kind of to, to your point, you know, to get into, a, you have to apply to get into the program. And one of the things they ask is if Spanish is, is the primary language in the home or if it's the first language, because they, they won't take you if it's your first language. The school is only for kids who will learn Spanish as a second language, you know, and, and I, I just, you know, that's, and that's pretty common in, in, in dual um, immersion, uh, dual language uh, programs uh, for, for, for schools, um, which, you know, it, it is still kind of kind of frustrating. Um, but yeah, so, 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 so we, we, we put her in, in, uh, in that school and, and I, I've got a, my, my son just turned five. And so he's gonna be going to the same school, uh, same program. Um, and then I have, I have twin daughters uh, that, that are three. So uh, yeah, quite, quite a few uh, children, um, you know, and, and we, we do want to raise them speaking Spanish. Um, my, 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 my partner, um, you know, makes an effort to, to speak Spanish, uh, to them and to me, and I'm like, speak it to me too, so I can practice, you know? Um, and, uh, you know, recently I, I, I've had this like renaissance with, 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 with my stutter, you know, and, and have, have kind of, you know, been more open about talking about it, 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 it even so, so with her, because I mean, that, that's a whole nother, you know, t topic is, um, you know, how, 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 how my stutter has affected like my, my view of my masculinity even, you know, and, and, and dating. And I, which is again, so glad that you've had guests who have talked about that, but um, yes. So, 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 so with, with my, 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 my kids, you know, my, my wife has said, Oh, has pointed out, you know, different instances where, you know, either the, the twins have stuttered or, or even my son. And, and the other thing is that I tried to, you know, explain to her is like, I, 
stuttering is also you know uh, uh, age appropriate up you know, up into a certain age. I mean, it's just part of of learning to to, to speak, you know. And um, it, but I realize part of me gets really um, I don't know I don't know if defensive is is a word, but I I don't want them to have a stutter, you know. And 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 I I know that's something I need to to work through, um, you know. But just because if if they don't have to know that struggle, I I don't I don't want them to have to know it, you know. That there's gonna be plenty of other things they they can struggle with, you know. Um, so so my wife has on a couple of occasions will be like, oh, I, I you know, do, do you think you know uh, uh, Suna has a stutter, my my daughter, and or do you think Kabi has a stutter? I I heard him, you know, I, I noticed he does this, and I, and. I, like I, I'm, I'm not trying to, to, to look for, for it in my kids. Um, I, I know that I will do, um, my best to support them if they do have a stutter. You know, I'm gonna do my best with them. Period. You know, um, but I, I also uh have started to, 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 to worry, um, because I, 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 I wonder if my, my stutter, um, you know. Being that it's gotten a lot worse, you know, and now my kids are all getting to the age where they're, they're all talking now, and uh, you know, I, I do worry that that somehow maybe it'll influence them, or 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 or, or they'll get a stutter, you know. My earliest memories of my 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 stutter is I I, I used to carpool uh, my freshman year in high school with this kid who's you know he was my, my best friend from middle school and he had a stutter. And I went went to middle school with him and, and he had a you know a a a a, a pretty s- s- severe stutter. And I would carpool with him, and I almost felt like I started to stutter a lot more when I would carpool with him. Um, and I don't know if that's just I was hyper aware of it, or if that's if I actually did start stuttering more, you know. Um, but but that's something that I I think a lot I think about a lot uh, with my own kids is, is you know what what impact does my stuttering have have on them? Um, and I'm I'm, I'm 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 working through it. Like you were saying, how right now with your journey with with stuttering it has like second guess your masculinity right and then raising children just it's a lot of factor raising young children raising chicano children in the us um teaching them these two languages and then you also fearing that they'll have a stutter um and it's a lot to go through it right and you're just getting started it's but if anything, I feel like your children have the best parent, right? To be their like, um, not maybe not guide, but like someone on their side to have the understanding. If they do develop stutter, like they'll know who to go to, right? And like you'll be able to comfort them or even like tell them like, hey, you're no less of a person, and you'll be able to like be able to communicate, be able to like do what you want and be who you want when you grow up. Cause you know, you're an example to them. So if, if anything, oh, you would be a great person to have on their side if they do develop a stutter. I think that's a great last word for our listeners. Is there anything else any of you want to add before we close? I, 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 you know, even even including my myself, I you know through through your podcast, I, I realized speech therapy is is a resource I I I, I could look into. And if and if, if I have a you know my, my my kids have a stutter, it's something I I am now aware of, which is silly because silly to me because I 
you know, therapy was my world. That's where I, I, I worked. And, I'm, I'm, you know, and, and I, I experienced a lot of the same thing with, with my community, with, with mental health and, and therapy in, in that sense, you know, where it's like, it's not talked about in our community. And it's, it's assumed like that's, you know, we don't talk about it because it's not, it's not a thing. It's not, and I'm like, no, everybody has mental health needs, you know? And so, um, yeah, it, it's definitely something I'm keeping an eye open for, for how I can uh, be, be, be an advocate. Um, I, I think there's def definitely a need. Well, first off, thank again, thank you, Maya, for the invitation. I love this conversation, DJ. Like, I, you're doing amazing work, seriously, and just super excited on, you know, your journey for your, you know, new job, and you're raising, you know, I looked through your Instagram and just love how you share why you named your children and like the meaning behind it. Like that is just so powerful. Like, it's beautiful to see. Chicanos, Latinos raising beautiful, inspiring kids who are also Chicanos in this country. It's just, thank you. And that's it for this episode of Proud Stutter. This episode of Proud Stutter was produced and edited by me, Maya Chupkov. Our music was composed by Augusto Denise, and our artwork by Mara Ezekiel and Noah Chupkov. If you have an idea or want to be part of a future episode, visit us at www.proudstutter.com. And if you like the show, you can leave us a review wherever you are listening to this podcast. Want to leave us a voicemail? Check out our show notes for the, the number to call in. More importantly, tell your friends to listen too. Until we meet again, thanks for listening. Be proud and be you. Be you.